Previously on the Arius Adventures. <laughs> Look like you took a step forward. What are you going to do? I'm going down to this door. I'm kicking it open. Hiya! That was a one, ladies and gentlemen of the audience. With my three dexterity is a four. 27 fire damage. Oh no. As you kicked open the door and triggered a trap because you didn't check. Oh no. I stand by my decision. Okay, so on the wall opposite of you. Besides death. There is a large flaming sun symbol. Hence the fire. And on a little altar in front of it, you see a brightly lit yellow or a, a brightly colored wax yellow candle. It's not lit. Yes, I got you a candle. I'll just walk up and kind of light my hand on fire with a firebolt and just kind of touch it against the candle. So when you light it, it lights for a moment that same bright yellow color as the the wax itself, but then it instantly goes out. Looks good. (laughs) I'll open the door. I need you to make a dex save. Yeah, heavily trapped, all these doors. And in front on a small pedestal is a red wax candle this time and it is unlit okay i'll firebolt the light the wick again all right so you light the red candle it flickers a bright flaming red color and it stays lit i go to this door i kick it open we don't have any way to disarm traps cassie we don't have a rogue is there any candle in this one there is, in fact, a blue candle that is not lit. Figured it out. Roy G. Biv. Red, orange, yellow, green, blue. The colors of the candles. The red one lit first and stay lit because it's the first thing in Roy G. Biv. Red, orange, yellow, green, blue. Okay. Okay. I don't know if that is still. It's the colors of the rainbow. It's the color of the light spectrum. <laughs> I'm not an art student, okay? Tagoro figured this out, audience. To be fair audience adam figures out 90 percent of our puzzles so you see two of these creatures kind of cute three of these i don't like that i don't know why <laughs> no i don't I like those either i don't like those either what I don't the like hell is this place back out in the center in the main room you see another mirror <laughs> what <laughs> what decided to take a long or short rest uh long long yeah it was a long rest so i assume you guys like do the whole like setting up a shift and everything making sure y'all are looking out for each other and all that fun jazz yeah all right do you want to do things during your shifts or do you just want to jump ahead after your rest well i could identify some of those items that you found to grow i found items oh my god I mean, well, yes, yeah. you got I mean... boots and some <laughs> gems that glue, glowed and some other things. <laughs> That's yes, all. I remember. Raise your hand if you take notes for this podcast. Not Can Adam. you see my hand? <laughs> <laughs> it also helps that I edit through the episode. So I hear it a hundred times. That's true. That's true. You and I, <laughs> you and I are able to keep tabs on that sort of shit. <laughs> Absolutely. So yeah, if 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 you will allow a a couple items or all of them or however you want to do it, I will be willing to 
do that. It takes 10 minutes to identify each item, correct? Right. And so, you have how many items? Um, I know of boots, and I know of two crystals. Some books. Adam, and some you, books. Adam, do you know the <laughs> items that you have? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm supposed to take notes. <laughs> Do you know what items you picked up? You're the one who went searching through all the chests, remember? Okay. Here's some movie magic for you. I have insert text. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do some movie magic and Manny and you are gonna splice me later on recording off what I have or splice, okay? So I have <laughs> Okay. So Oh my god. Kyle, as a side note, we're leaving so, all this in. I we're gonna put that I in. I kinda wanna. Okay. Um as far as what I have, no. Sadly I don't remember. Let me pull up my character sheet. Let's see if I actually put stuff in. Oh, and a lance. That was the other thing. He found a lance. I don't know what kind of lance it was. Mm -hmm. It's called my penis. <laughs> God damn it. I love it. Jeez. Identify this. <laughs> Face mask. So there you go. So there you go, Adam. Boots, two gems, and a lance. That's what I have written down. I have leather boots written on the side. Does that mean anything? Yes, yeah, that's that, what those are the yeah, boots. Yeah, those are the boots you about. found. Okay, that's all I have written down. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So, Manny, <laughs> during your shift, you go through, like, as you and, like, Tagoro were switching out and everything, he kind of just, like, tossed you a few of his, a few of the shit he had found uh, before you guys stepped inside the mirror. So you have boots, uh, he has a couple of gems, and then some, like, random books, and then a, like, a javelin or a lance that he gives you. He doesn't know if they're magical or not, so... He said, since you're the resident magic dude, you're the one in charge of figuring this shit out. I would first do a detect magic just to All see right. if anything's glowing on this, on any of these. The lance and the boots definitely are. All right. And then after that, I will do identify for both of those items. 20 minutes. All right. So let's start with the boots. I'm going to do a quick shout out to our our friend toast hater who you can find on twitter and patreon who is a homebrew master that i have had the pleasure of getting to know and meeting who has provided me with some of these uh items that you can find in his custom uh homebrew magic item compendium so first up we have what you have been able to discern are boots of haste so these are really nifty boots. While attuned to the boots, the wearer may click their heels to activate the boots without expending an action, becoming hasted for one minute. Once used, the boots cannot be activated again until completing a long rest. A creature hasted in this manner gains the following benefits. The creature's walking speed is doubled. The creature has advantage on dexterity saving throws. The creature gains plus two to their AC. The creature gains an additional action on each, each of its turn. So uh, that additional action can either be one weapon attack, 
a dash, disengage, hide, or use an object action. So that is the extra thing you can do. And it doesn't, and it's uh, on top of like bonus actions. So you could do like your turn, your bonus action, and then this hasted action. After one minute, the hasted creature must make a DC 15 constitution saving throw. On a failed save, the creature cannot move or take action until after its next turn as a wave of lethargy sweeps over it. This item is pretty cool. Uh, I've gotten to play around with it and use it over in another server. So I will just pop that here in your Arius notes. Awesome. Yeah, those are, that sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah, they're they're pretty cool. Okay. I, and I, I posted that little description right there. If you go to Arius notes here in our server, you'll see that. Beautiful. Uh, next, <laughs> dibs, <laughs> yes. <laughs> the Lance. This item is called the Hunter's Javelin. This javelin is a magic weapon. It has the throne property with a normal range of 30 feet and a long range of 120 feet. On a hit, the target takes damage from the javelin plus 1d6 poison damage and is under its effects of the web spell. Uh, they have to make a wisdom or no, 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 uh, a save of DC 15. Uh, the javelin's property can't be used again until the next dawn. In the meantime, the javelin can still be used as a magic weapon. Uh, proficiency with a javelin allows you to add your proficiency bonus to the attack roll for any attack you make with it. Holy shit. <laughs> So I have... Oh, and it doesn't need attunement. Exactly. Oh, that is interesting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Dibs. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, the boots would be good for Takoro, definitely. And the Hunter's Javelin, I would say either Garrus or Takoro. I mean... Well, we mean ever? you lift. <laughs> What? You lift. You can throw it. No, I can't throw a javelin. It's a strength based. Yeah, it's not a dex weapon. It's a strength weapon. You or Tagoro could easily throw this. The thing is, is it doesn't have a pullback. So once it's thrown, yeah. it's stuck in. It's basically stuck in the creature. Right. So, but that creature does suffer right. poison damage. And it's also oh, the cool. web spell. So it's like basically in difficult terrain. Mm hmm. Exactly. So, I mean, I would say let to grow hang on to it because you have haste so you can get in close quickly but, but he also does he but, does have his axe that can throw and come back so i mean mm -hmm. i would just have you two fight over it you know what i'm selfish so <laughs> i'm kidding garris you take him because i actually already have advantage on my initiative uh my movement speed wait, already wait, wait, 40. right wait but but the boost is hate but. he knows haste he knows haste that boots of haste these, would be these boots would take your you. yeah these boots Literally. would take your movement from 40 to 80 you would have plus two to your ac and you would get to take an additional action on top of your action and bonus action so you could do like three attacks or like do two attacks and dump a potion down someone's mouth okay i was trying to be nice it's up to garris <laughs> i want the audience to know that i'm being nice well when manny's finished manny will go up to the two and just explain the items these boots are really magnificent. I think they would do well with Tagoro. The hunter's javelin would do well with either of you guys. So there you go. Now I'm gonna go rest. Okay, well, let's put it this way. Who has a lower AC? Let's go by that. Uh, you. I have 20 AC. <laughs> yeah, I will I will be even with you then. <laughs> oh, you would? 
Yeah, because well, I have a 16 I... now, but then when I my morph, I have an 18. So if I morph with the boots on, I'll have a 20. Right, and if Garrus activates haste, he has 22. 22. Yeah. Okay, then I'll just put the boots on. Uh, okay. Enough. The boots do require attunement. And actually, Adam, if you'd like, if you go to your character sheet on D&D Beyond, since you are uh, already in my campaign, if you go to where you like add items and stuff in your inventory. I already added boots of haste. Cool. There you go. So but it didn't you... give me any. Oh, a tune. Yeah, you have to click a tune for everything to count. So okay. there you go. So that is a huge thank you to our friend, uh, Toast Hater. Toast Hater, I love you. Mwah. Kiss. <laughs> All right. So you guys have identified a couple of items. You've taken your long rest. Blitz and Naomi have also rested and gathered themselves. So you have two choices. Step through the mirror into this arena or go explore the stairs and see where they lead down to. Yeah, that's kind of where we also left off. Do you guys want to go to the basement or do you guys want to continue forward to the Coliseum? Um, Daddy just got some new boots. Yeah, that's true. They're nice. Um, and I mean, before we go downstairs, we can send Kel. I can see through his eyes. So if there's anything dangerous, we'll know about it. Do it. <laughs> okay. So I'll summon Kel and send him down the stairs. And I'll okay. be next to whoever's closest. So who's holding on to Manny while he sees through? Because once he sees through his familiar, he won't be able to like see or hear any of you guys. Off you go, Manny. <laughs> Put him on my shoulders again. Thanks, Garris. <laughs> so uh, he summons Kel and sends the, the little weasel down the stairs. So Manny, this is what you see when you step into, or when Kel steps into this room. You find Kel in this, lar this large room that's very dimly lit, and there are dozens of stone-looking statues, all in different poses. Hmm. All right, I'll send Kel kind of more forward towards one of the statues stealthily. I rolled a 17. Okay, all right. Um, as Kel approaches and looks up, you see that this statue that he's looking up at is a huge, bulking, like battle-raged-looking face of a uh, orc. Uh, Dad? Okay. There's a big room with a lot of statues, and one of the statues is a is like an orc with enraged. Are they all the same? Yeah. Or are they each uh, looking around, all of these statues are are huge, muscle, armor-clad, and like just covered in weapons orcs and these I, look these look bigger than like hmm, the average orc you've met here uh, around arius and stuff so far uh they're not wearing like normal gear that you've like this gear looks a bit on the antique side grandpa there's some <laughs> weird armor that i've never really seen manny what is manny, what is manny. this thing manny down south hear, as you're as you're talking to manny he can't hear you oh oh uh, we can't understand we don't know this then okay Right? <laughs> right. He said- Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm yeah. so sorry. I'll be quiet. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Like, you can hear- Like, he can talk, but he can't hear you if you ask him a question. So he's he's relaying everything to you. Okay, so I know what he's seeing. You know what he's seeing because he's saying- Yeah, he's saying what he's so seeing. So is he kind of being like uh, Game of Thrones, like Bran? Like, he's like, eyes roll back exactly. in his head. Exactly. But instead there of being like quiet, he's just like- I see, blah, 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 blah. He yes. doesn't know what we're there. Like, I could be, like, drawing a mustache on him. He doesn't know. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly. Well, I think I can feel. 
I can still feel. So I'd feel you like doing stuff to me. I just can't hear or see. That's it. Okay. No, that's fine. Sorry. I'll be good boy. God. All right. So are you talking about this like long thing down over here to the south of yeah, the Yeah, it kinda looks like a piano. Yeah, it kinda looks like a I didn't have anything else like I didn't have anything to better represent, but it what what that thing actually is, it looks like some sort of like fountain or font. And as you look at it, you see it has like these silver inlaid grooves and stuff, and it surrounds the the bowl part of the fountain and the silver grooves seem to start up at the top and work their way down to the floor. And as you, as Kellen, you look at this, you see that those uh, grooves and stuff extend out towards those stone statues. Like they go out onto the ground and are underneath the, the statues. I don't know. There's some weird fountain could be connected to the statue some way. I guess after looking, I would just tell Kel to come back. All right. And snap back out of it. Yep. So once Kel returns to you and you return to yourself and everything, you blink and like adjust your eyes and stuff and look up at the others. I was face to face with him touching nose. Oh, jeez. That's so close. (laughs) I was trying to see if like your eyes were like a TV, whatever that is. Okay. Anyway, there's a fountain down there with a bunch of unique statues. Didn't look too dangerous. We could go down there and check it out if you want, or we can just go through the Coliseum way. Were there coins in the fountain? Did Kel notice? No, no, it wasn't. Okay, it picture like a. Uh, geez, I need to find a better picture to represent this. It's not like a giant like water fountain. It's like one of those, like um, like a pedestal. Oh, like the Ministry of Magic, like the like statue in the middle. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Type thing, like that has like water flowing through it, like more decorative. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. You know what? I have my friends with me. I will go where they want to go, and I hug Garrus. Okay. And I try to rip (laughs) off one of his armor. What are you trying to rip off? You know Manny's still on top of me, right, uh, Toguro? I just try to take a shoulder pad off. Okay, so you're reaching for one of his pauldrons. I guess higher level. (laughs) That sounds very suggestive. Hi. That's what they're called. Whatever his sword arm is, I'm trying to get him more room to attack. What? That was a two, so no. So he just pulls at like a piece of your shoulder arm. Well, he has it in his head now that he might be able to just randomly pull it off at different times. So he's just like, he's kind of like with hiccups. Like, you know, when you just randomly jump out of people, just randomly trying to tear off your armor. (laughs) Okay. Should I at least try to uh, get the rest of my armor off? That's up to you. No, I don't think that's a good idea. What if something attacks us? And also full plate. armor on you. (laughs) Full plate takes like a long time to take on and off, actually, in real life. It does. Yeah. So, uh, and you're as, for you struggling uh, to take off your armor. That's going to take way too long. So let's make a decision. Are we going down the basement or are we going to the Coliseum? I kind of want to see the basement because what if they have like special orc armor for me? Or oh, what if I drink their blood and I can become super orc? They're statues, you idiot. How the fuck are you going to drink blood from statues? You ever see the Mummy 3? Terracotta Warriors had real people in them. Or maybe that's true. I don't know. Let's go. I hate you. All right. I guess we're going to the basement. Okay. So you guys uh, head downstairs and uh, yeah, you see the room as it was described. Uh 
Adam, these orcs even tower a good like foot and a half over you. Hmm. I'm just so kind of inspecting them. Does the okay. fountain have water in it or? It is empty. Wait. So maybe the water needs to go through the thing to make it move and it, something happens. Or where do we get water? Uh, go look at the fountain. I do. Can I make a religion check just randomly? You can. You sure can. Everything in this entire area has been religion based. Mm-hmm. Well, so far. Uh, I'm going to post a close representation of the fountain so you can get a better idea. Six. Just never mind the pool of the like the little pool underneath at the base. Oh, okay. So it's just like the floor and then things mm -hmm. are holding up that bowl of water. Exactly. Okay. And that is empty. Yes. Okay. Hmm. But those faces at the foot, like on each leg of the fountain, those are definitely there as well. So, uh, Garrus, what was your role on your religion check? 13 or 15? 16. 16. Oh, even better. So as you study uh, the... Uh, the masonry and the icono iconography on the uh, the fountain and everything. This looks to be like an like it reminds you of what is very hard to find these days, which is um, Nikogen art. This Nikogen. exactly this appears to be a Nikogen magic fountain. The Nikogen worship, like back when the empire was thriving and everything, they worshipped. The, what they called the Jade Dragon. He was Vanathar, the Green Dragon. He was said to be the creator of Nikogen themselves. So those uh, faces and everything at the base are supposed to be like representations of, of like the Jade Dragon and all that stuff. This would be a fountain used by what was known as an Imperial Niko, and they were very powerful spellcasters in their own right. Uh, these days, the only type of magic using Nikogen you meet are bards. Uh, you don't find sorcerers or wizards or mages or anything. It's said that the Imperial Niko all were wiped out during the war against them and the humans and dwarves. So what's really interesting is that this is in a room full of orc statues. Yeah, I relay that message to the group, but mostly towards uh, Naomi. Oh, oh, wow, really? Yeah, do you That's know? Amazing. Do you know? I, I know of, about what the the Imperial Nikos? Well, maybe that, or maybe something that they would give to the dragon. Well, it's said that the last emperor and last empress of the Nikogen were, were very powerful sorcerers in their own right, but I don't know what this, I don't remember any stories of a magic fountain that they might have used. But yeah, Vanathar, he's the one who create. well, I mean, like, created us and gave us the inspiration for, like, music and artistry and song. Well, this is a really cool room. I don't know really what to do with this. Uh, Tagoro, while they're all talking, I need you to make a perception check. Huh. <laughs> all the statues are facing him. <laughs> yeah. What'd you get there, kiddo? I rolled in the fancy rounds. Oh, 20. Nice. Not bad. Uh, so while they're all talking, you're kind of wandering around and looking at the the individual statues and stuff, checking out their armor and weapons, like the fierce faces that they're like the battle faces that they're making and everything. You come to the front of the row and I'll just 
highlight a spot since I really don't have a statue right there. But right here at the forefront, you see an orc that is bigger and taller than the rest of them. He is armed to the teeth. He has this very like fierce bestial looking face. But there's something about that face that looks so familiar to you. Grandpapa? Nope. Nope. The the face, some of the facial features on this orc Fiora. Are very reminiscent of Fiora. Fiora, Fiora, whatever. I renamed her. Okay. <laughs> She's not real. I can do this. <laughs> So, yes, the eyes especially look almost exactly like her. You've seen her in a fight. You've seen when she gets like gets into that kind of like lethal calculated uh, fury when she fights. This is the same expression on this statue. Is there any markings or anything like symbols on this guy? Yeah. Yes, actually. Let me pull that up real quick. Manny Hergaris. Yo. Yeah. You're smart and you probably have are nerds and have paper and <laughs> charcoal. Can I get a rub? One of those rubby what? things? Uh, yeah, sure. Up, Here you go. I go up to the statue and start petting. No, I mean. I, I, I don't know what you mean by rub. The, the magic thing that Manny does with paper and pen sometimes. I'm trying to describe a, you know, when you like put a paper on something and you rub it. Oh, okay. Like a rubbing? Yeah, a rubbing. I don't. I wouldn't know what that is. Tagore wouldn't know. So he's just kind of like magic. Come, <laughs> okay. I'll walk over there. All right. Here is the symbol you see emblazoned on a large amulet on its chest. I bet he totally does not regret getting that. It's on an amulet. Yeah, it's not an cool. actual oh. tattoo, dummy. Uh, I thought it was one of those travel tattoos. I was trying to make a joke. Um. Okay. I put the rubbing in my pocket. All right. No, my safe pocket. Your safe pocket. Yeah. Okay. Has like the last remnants of gerbil bacon. I imagine uh, Tagoro <laughs> now has upgraded his outfit to a battle kilt. Oh my god. It just makes sense. Okay. Plus there's that little pouch in the front that I know people know. And it's I know it's probably really important. But me, Adam, personally don't know what it is. So I would always imagine if I had that, I would just keep random things in it like penny skittles. You know, the necessities. Gotcha. So I imagine that's what Tagora is doing. Hey everyone, your DM Cassie here. Before we jump back into the rest of the episode, make sure to follow us on Twitter and Facebook to check out fun posts, special announcements, and our monthly Epic Loot Box giveaways, where you can enter to win some awesome swag to give you the advantage on your next encounter. I also want to take a quick moment to shout out and thank a friend of the show, Nim Toast Hater, for the use of some of his awesome homebrew items. He can be found all over social media with his homebrew creations with a focus on D&D 5e mechanics, from items to monsters, feats, classes, and even races. You can find Nim on Twitter at Toast Hater. You can also check him out on Patreon, DMs Guild, and his own Discord server by following the links in the episode description. Thanks again so much, Toast. You rock. As always, if you've been enjoying this episode of Party Advantage, please take the time to review us on your podcast platform of choice. Reviews really do help us spread the word and grow the show so that we can keep bringing you more exciting content. Thank you so much for listening, and now, back to the show. 
Garrus and Manny, you guys come over and see the statue. Do you point out the features that are similar to Feora? Oh, yeah. I'm like, look, I think it's her grandpappy. Oh, weird. Well, that's not intimidating at all. Blitz chimes in. Does this yeah. look like... Ha have we seen Togro's ancestor thing, spirit? No, uh, no, you guys have not... Well, I mean, other than the, the woman from that couple episodes ago, uh, that was drug... Like, that vision of the past thing you saw the that female orc but like as far as any other orcs or anything like that from his past you haven't seen any i was about to say maybe uh it was like it maybe this is his ancestor spirit or stand as he likes to call it ancestors guide me yes the only, <laughs> the only thing about this though is this looks like Feora, not Tagoro. Fair enough. Is there an arrow anywhere? An arrow? Yeah, it looks like a copper bronze arrow that has like a little heart in the middle of it. If there is, I totally jump on it and stab myself. No. Damn it. <laughs> Watch JoJo, everyone. It's really, really underrated. It's so good. And there's no like entrances or exits anywhere down here. Just, just the stairs that lead back up. Well, guys, what do you think? Maybe we should just head back up, head towards the Coliseum. Uh, in the fountain, what can we tell? Like, what remnants of what liquid was in there? Like, I'm just gonna ask because it's orcs. Does it look like blood? Make a let's see. You can make a survival check, Tagoro. Huh? No. Jesus Christ. Uh, I guess if anybody else wants to make the similar check, they can. All right, uh, Manny, since you got the closest. <laughs> It looks like that once held blood. Ha ha ha! Needs a sacrifice. I really that it did have blood in there. I, but I don't think we should add more. Yeah, that doesn't seem like a good idea. There's only um five of us, and that looks like a good what fifty, sixty five of them. Tagoro, don't do a thing rash. No, I'm just saying. Plus, you know, Tagoro has an epiphany. It's not really fair that three of them are really, really small people that they were going to give less blood. Well, Tagoro, being one of the bigger ones, is going to give more blood than them because his body just makes more. That's really unfair. That's not how it works, dear. But it, no, I'm not saying it's how it is. It's <laughs> Tagoro's thinking that. He's like, bullshit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So what do we do with this information, though? This is, I don't understand what this means. Me neither. Maybe this was like an old horde and they all turned to stone because something bad was going to happen or they were going to do something bad. Who knows? Are the orcs facing the fountain or are they kind of like facing the other way? The orcs should all be facing the fountain. Yeah, so they're all facing the fountain and uh, the biggest orc, let's see should be at the head of them, so I apologize. Let me fix that here. Yeah, I don't know. What if we put blood and then they wake up and then it's they a attack? a lot of orcs to wake up. They don't look very happy. Tagoro, what are you doing? <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Tagoro's like trying to insert himself in line with the rest of these orcs. He's trying to size them up. He's like, yeah, I can be a part of this group. Well... This is, it must mean something if it's in here. I just, I've never come across anything like this in my exploration and experience. I think we should head up and get out of here. This place is giving me the creeps. <laughs> I mean, one or two things. It either wants orc blood, which is going to be yo, or it's going to want Nikogen blood, which we all slowly no, turn. What? 
Exactly. <laughs> so either way, it's not going to be something we're going to risk. So we will not solve this puzzle. Yeet. All right. So this puzzle remains a mystery to you guys for now. For now? I mean, I guess not. I guess we're just going to like toss this one out of our memory bank. So just fuck it. <laughs> I mean, in all fairness, what could one drop of blood do? All right. Well, you clearly haven't played video games at all. <laughs> or read books. All right. So <laughs> you guys all return back to the main hall, the mirror and its exit into this Colosseum is still there. All right, who's going first? Yeet! Oh, okay. That was quick. Axe out, morphed up. All right, Blitz uh, loads her blunderbuss and steps through. I also morph up, put Mage Armor on, and go through. Uh, Naomi looks up at you, Garrus, and she's just like, I guess we are going through too? Unfortunately. Okay. I'll Get just, behind me. You'll I'll, be okay. I'll just stay close with you. I put my helmet on for action. All right. Yeah, now you can remove and, and replace the helmet as much as you want since that one is there. Now I will move us to the new map. Woo! I'm getting Attack of the Clone vibes here. Right? Oh, oh yeah. my gosh. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, for real. Is that like I, predator I, creature going to come down and be like... Up here in this chair, you see a dashing fellow who uh, is wearing robes and has a staff in his hand. And he looks down at you and there's like kind of an ethereal like shimmer about him. Okay, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and he looks down and his voice like echoes and booms throughout the arena. And he's just like, ah, I see you have stepped into my realm of mirrors and halls of secrets lost from long ago. And now you are here to complete your trial. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what the fuck is this? Who are you? Who am I? You've not heard of my legend? I mean, we are in the forgotten realm, like you said. But still, I'm a mage of old that was once renowned for my arcane talents. Tapestry. What is thy yeah, name? what is your name? Dave? <laughs> he tells you that his name is Ezris. Ez Crickets. <laughs> Literally crickets. Ezra's uh, Iranator. Can I make a religion check? You can make a religion or history check, whoever wants to. Oh, I'll do it. Uh, Manny, that includes you as well. Okay. I'll do a religion. 16. All right. Manny, how about you? Better than what we've been rolling. <laughs> Manny, let's see. Uh, that should be plus four, so. Oh, nice. 17. Garrus, you don't really see any religious iconography on him. He appears more like wizardly and arcanely. Manny, however, you remember in some of your mom's stories as a kid, she once told of like this mage who uh, just went almost mad with power because he enjoyed creating illusions and pocket realms within pocket realms and, and such things. He loved testing other arcane folks until one day a group of mages finally had enough because too many 
sorcerers and sorceresses and wizards were getting killed or lost forever in his his trickery and whatnot. So they trapped him within one of his own artifacts. I probably wouldn't say that out loud. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll keep that in my head, but I'll be like, "Uh, guys, this might be dangerous. I think I do remember him a little bit. He's kind of mad dealing with a lot of powers alternate planes and stuff. Ezra's, what is the purpose of this arena? Its purpose? Why, its purpose is merely for my own entertainment and pleasure. It has been some time since the fl- the sands of this arena have been soaked and coated with the blood of other mages who have thought to pass into my realm. Okay, well how do we get out of here? We have things that we need to get done. Business. Well then... I don't wish to impede your very important quests and whatnots, but I am bored and I wish to be entertained. So, if you wish to escape my realm, I suppose, if you just did a little bit of a fight for me, I can set you free should you live. How does that sound? All right, foolish wizard, come down and fight me. Okay. No, 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 no. My my silly paladin friend. I am not going to come down there like a calming gladiator to fight you. No, 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 no. You shall fight my own uh, machinations and creations. Alright, I'll come up there and fight you. Garrus, I think he wants us to fight things down here. (laughs) What the fuck, Tagoro? Can I throw that hunter's javelin at him? What? <laughs> <laughs> he said he's gonna come at us. I'm just like, yeah. I'm so ain't got audience. I wish you could see this right now. He yeeted this javelin and rolled a tw- a, a 17 plus eight and got a 25. This motherfucker. <laughs> All right, Adam, roll your fucking damage. Are you are you also uh, <laughs> activating the the web effect on it? Oh yeah. Plus it's gonna be poison too because it says there's something about poison. Yes, uh, it does one d six poison damage on top of its regular javelin damage. <laughs> so it does two d. So okay, I gotta look at what javelin. I was gonna does. say, don't forget that. Four, five, six, seven, eight. So it does all together eight, and then it has the web spell. Web web spell and poison. So. There's one point of poison damage. I don't know if that means anything to you. Yeah, that's fine. He has to make a dexterity saving throw. But he did roll an 18. So he's not stuck, but he's still trapped in difficult terrain. And uh, you said he took how much damage total? Eight, I believe it was. Yes. The lance goes sailing through the air as he's chuckling at Garrus and everything and it slams him back into his chair as it impales on his uh, shoulder and he lets out a oh, you knave and barbarian how dare you I mean I still have my other javelin that came with can I just check that too <laughs> we just keep taking paw shots at him <laughs> no, it's my turn. <laughs> he just said we're gonna fight, and I'm just like, okay, you're talking. <laughs> Open it. Just cast fireball on him. I was gonna say, hey, uh, my turn. Meteor swarm. 
<laughs> um, so <laughs> Tagoro, as you ready up another javelin, I guess go ahead and everyone roll initiative. <laughs> well, he was talking. He, was, oh, he literally, literally said he was going to like want us dead. He was just like, ah, oh, yeah. I'm just like, you're wide open, bro. <laughs> Adam, you're no fun. Well, 16. What was he going to say, Cassie? <laughs> That's not the point. How he crazy ranted about how he got here? 18, because I have advantage. Okay. And I click my heels. I got a 13. Sounds good. All right. So with initiative rolled out on either side of the arena, you see uh, gates beginning to open. And sounds of stomping and growls and chains and weapons being drawn can be heard from within those exits on the left and right of you. Blitz gets to go first. So she bends her blunderbuss up into her hands, takes aim, and fires a couple of shots at him. Three, one of those hits, and she does... Oh, and she also adds Hunter's Mark before she takes shot. Nice. She also has, I forgot, she has those uh, Ranger levels. That's going to be an additional 1d6 damage. She does 19 damage to him. He reels back and, again, is all offended as now, like, part of his robe is singed and everything from her, her gun. Tagoro. Oh, I realize I didn't have a javelin. Fuck. Um, do I see anything coming out of the holes? Not yet. Yeet. Uh, 17 misses. Recall. Okay. <laughs> it's like God of War 4. The new God of War. You just throw your axe, recall it, or throw your axe. Well, technically, I didn't move, so don't I get another attack? Or is recalling? I can't remember. Is recalling my action or. Yeah, bonus. You still, so have you... Your, you still have your bonus action, which is usually like your rage. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Good rage. <laughs> okay. Guys, it's been a long time since I played DD. I can tell. We could all tell. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> that. That fucking hits. 17. 17 damage. Yeet. Okay. And then How's he looking? Your, uh, he's looking disgruntled and very upset because now you have torn his coat. It has slashed at his ribs. Recall. You still got one on. You did get one, so that's good. Is there anything else you want to do on your turn? You still have movement. No, I'm good. Okay. Next up is Garrus. So the only thing that sucks about Garrus is that he has no range. <laughs> Right, bro. How high up is the pestle? The man on the balcony? Yeah. Uh, he's about what? Like 15 feet up? All right. If you're not going to come uh, down here, I'm going to come up there. Oh, no. I'm going to cast haste. Okay. All right. So I'll cast haste. So my movement is... Doubled. Oh, yep. Uh, I'm just checking what my movement is. 60. Okay. So then I will run up, I guess, 60 feet. Mm-hmm. Forward towards him. Mm-hmm. And then I'll cast Misty Step up onto the pedestal. Clever. <laughs> All right. Let me... I forgot he also has that web shit around him. Oh, he... no. Does that affect me? If you're moving into his area, it would. So... Yeah, we'll say you get... I mean, your movement is going to be a little bit slowed down, but you get up there. All right, so I'm up there with him? Yep. Well, you're not so scary up close now, are you? <laughs> he just... Oh, why, you knave! Don't you dare call me a knave. <laughs> so, I'm gonna cut him. <laughs> That's a natural 19. That hits. I do 13 damage. Alrighty. And then I'll shield bash him off of the side. <laughs> Jesus. So you're gonna knock him down into the arena. That's your goal? Yep. Okay, make a strength check. Awesome. 
Natural 20! Oh my ha! god! <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you can contest that. Nope, he rolled a four. So, he goes, <laughs> You guys see Garrus just, just knock his ass down. He comes falling off to the balcony and lands hard in a pile of web on the ground. And he just lets out this, Ah! <laughs> Now I am the king of the thrones. <laughs> oh, and I end my turn. Garrus has gone mad with power, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Naomi is up. She casts Bardic Inspiration as a bonus action, so you guys get to add 1d12 dice to either ability check, attack roll, or saving throw. Then, as a regular turn... She's going to, let's do bless. So you guys get to add an additional 1d4. Whenever a target makes an attack roll or a saving throw, the target can roll a d4 and add the number rolled to the attack roll or saving throw. And that is going to be her turn, uh, which brings us to Manny. So you said that we can hear creatures coming from both sides of us. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna do something a little crazy. I'm gonna spend two sorcery points mm -hmm. to do quicken spell. What quicken does is turn one of your spells that you're casting into a bonus action. Right. May's like, okay, I'm gonna try to clear some of this out and slam the staff and it's gonna kind of float a little bit and all glow red. And then the red is gonna kind of come to the point and two beads of light will shoot in both directions inside and two fireballs will explode inside the, the gated areas nice nice how uh how big are those fireballs 20 foot radius okay and they have a range of 150 feet so i mean i just kind of stand where so Naomi you're setting them like way off in there like in there to like whatever hits whatever hits first or whatever you know <laughs> I can't really see gotcha, what's gotcha. in there, so I'm just like, uh -huh. plant the staff down and then two beads just go at the same okay. time and they go in there and then So the arena rocks and shakes with those explosions and you guys hear like squealing, yelling, sounds of death, just everything sounds chaotic on either side and Ezra's is just like, oh, my babies! <laughs> so 27 damage and... I'm okay with just like, unless you want me to roll for two separate fireballs, that's your call. No, that's fine. That's fine. Okay, perfect. 27 then for both of those, and that's it. Right. That's all I got. Alrighty. That brings us to... Oh, it's his turn now. He looks at you all as he stands and tries to dust himself off. He's quite offended and upset, and he's just like... Well, I see here we can't have an honorable fight amongst wizards and friends. This is, well, this is just the worst. What sort of mages are you all? Do you see any wizards here? I'm a barbarian. Rawr, rawr, rawr. A barbarian, you say? Well then, I'm about to have a little bit of fun on your ass. Adam, I need oh. you to make an intelligence taping throw. God is with me. Counterspell. Oh. Oh, oh thank God. <laughs> okay, so Manny, uh, what level are you casting counterspell at? Because this just, is a just level six. Okay, so yeah. you need to make- What? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know the spell level. Uh, what is your ability? You use charisma, right? Yeah, it's a plus four. 
five. So you're gonna do a d20 plus five. Ooh. Sorry, buddy. I think that fails. That does fail. You needed a By 16. Two. Yeah. To, yeah, you needed a yeah. 16. So you try to counterspell, but his magic quickly absorbs it and it disappears in a shimmer of a mirage-like magic. And Tagoro, you failed your intelligence save. So my man, you are taking 5d10 psychic damage. <laughs> 30 psychic damage. And... Oh. And Adam, you've seen this spell happen to you before. This is the one that... Oh my god. <laughs> Remember the one that Changeling cast on you on the boat? I hit your face. <laughs> <laughs> so, you find yourself in a dark realm that is cold and chilly. The sky overhead is like this shifting hues of purples, blues, and blacks. In the distance, you hear the sound of like eldritch creatures crying and roaring out at you. Yeah, you are trapped in this mental prison of horrific eldritch illusion. That is the worst spell ever. <laughs> You remember what happens if the target is moved out of the illusion, makes a melee attack through it, or reaches any part of its body through it, the target will take 10d10 psychic damage, and the spell will drop. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it lasts for a minute. So, with that, he lets out a chuckle. <laughs> you fools! What mages bring a barbarian with them? He's useless to my illusionary magic. Thanks for joining us for the Arius Adventures here on Party Advantage. Come join our community over on our Discord channel and hang out with the cast and fellow fans of the show by following the link in the episode description. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter using at Party Advantage to check out fun posts and special announcements. Lastly, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you stay current with all of our episodes on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Come back in two weeks for more of the Arius Adventures as our group continue their journey. Will the party find an advantage on their next encounter? Only one way to find out. See you then.